Welcome back to Self-Express with Love Kills, a podcast where we talk all things self-love. We learn how to unlearn the bad habits and ultimately develop into a better version of ourselves. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Self-Express with Love Kills with uh, your girl, Kenya Moore, not the one that twirls, and Sierra Vernice. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, why do you guys start as soon as we start the episode? Because, remind me, I have to uh, create a new intro. Please. Just a generic intro. Because it's dry. Yeah, but it was a long time ago, that's why. It was. When did this start? It started, what, 2021? Yeah, but that intro was from 2022, I think. Mm, Why she got me on here looking like this? She decided to get some video snippets. And my hair look like I got the bike holiday. Hey, yo, nobody's gonna be paying attention to you at all. So there's gonna be there's gonna be a couple episodes before this episode officially drops. Um, but okay. one episode I actually did a visual, so I will be posting the information for the YouTube and the show notes. Um, okay. so you guys can start doing that. But that's why I'm recording little snippets because I need to get some for YouTube as well. This is so exciting. <laughs> So, all this excitement, and we didn't even really officially introduce the show, the episode for today, um, but you know, we always do a recap anyway. People ain't hear from you in a while. By the time they hear this, my life's just been the same, honestly. They gonna miss me. Y'all miss me. I know y'all miss me. It's me. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Like I'm hollering. Anywho, so, brief recap. So... I was listening to one of our episodes from July, and I manifested my current relationship. <laughs> like, can you believe it? Not you over there shaking Run back. I know. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Ah, uh, you keep asking me the stupid question. You just, I don't have the answer. I know you don't. It's exactly. Okay. It's because my daddy bought it. Ayo, that how is that the answer? Well, I don't know the answer to that. Well, and I don't know the answer. What's wrong with me? But anyhow, I manifested my healthy relationship. Like, can y'all believe this? If y'all go back to the episode, I think it was like July 3rd. July the, 3rd. The uh, episode name was Healthy Relationships though, right? I believe it was something, so. uh, something along those lines. Being open and healthy relationships. Yes, yeah. it was. So yeah, like, I listened to it and I listened to what I said. I was like, ooh, look at you. You really, you really got that man. Except he got kids. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you ain't want your man to have kids. I did kids. not want my man to have kids. But I'm, I'm open to it. Let's see. It's a little awkward. It's a lot awkward. How, how is it awkward? Cause the kid looked at me. I looked at the kid. I gave a little wave. So did y'all officially meet yet? Mm-mm. Y'all just in two accidents. <laughs> two accidents. I'm hollering. I said hi both times, but that's all I got for you. I don't know. I don't know how to. Do this? Yeah, I don't know. And it's a grown kid. Yeah, and that's kind of what makes it, because he's not, like, young. You can't play him for a fool. Like, right. he know what the fuck going on. I bet he do know what the fuck going on. <laughs> <laughs> keep meeting the nigga by accident. He's like, mm, I ain't I even going to ask. <laughs> I ain't even going to ask what's happening. Let me turn my TV up. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it, young boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not turn my TV up. Please. Max volume. <laughs> Traumatizing the kids. Cause me and my sugar, we get real nasty in here. <laughs> what is wrong? With you? 
Yo, if y'all could literally spend a day with this girl, like, on a regular, she is like this all the time. This is... You're gonna love it here. This is not something new. This I turn down is. sometimes. I ain't always having a good day. Yeah, when you having a bad day at work. That's exactly. about it. Yeah. I be having good days at home. It's amazing. Okay, so, still having bad days at work. Um, I actually, <laughs> going up to the school district, and I'm gonna go ahead and get an application. I'm also thinking about applying for security. You had one of them days today, huh? Did I? <laughs> I'm not going to put these people business out here. But common sense is not a flower that grows in every garden. Mm-hmm. All adults can't read, nor can they count, nor can sure. they comprehend. English is foreign to people who were born speaking English. <laughs> Piss me off regularly. Um, my kids are doing great in school. They started, we really, we're really having a really, really good year. I made some seafood stuffed shells the other day. When I say it was all hits, no misses, whoo, child, I excited my damn self. <laughs> I really, really did. And I was mad I ain't get none, but mm, I ain't sorry. come get it. And didn't. And I brought some to work, but I ate all of them. I was hungry. Yeah, you did. Because I'm not a breakfast eater. Is that my son is? That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped eating beef. I cheated yesterday. Oh, my. I'd never do it again. I promise you that. <laughs> I had a cheesesteak yesterday. I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning crying, rolling around in my bed. I put a heating pad on. I propped his butt up in the air. Because in case you didn't know, to help your digestive system, if you are having problems, you sit like you're doing doggy style. And you prop that butt up and then open your legs and really like push and push. Not you actually doing the demonstration. (laughs) Yeah, like y'all can see me. But I wish you could see me so I could show you. It's really, and it really helps. I don't know why it helps. Maybe because it flips the acid upside down. I don't know, but it definitely helps. But I was up at three o'clock in the morning. I was sick. I wanted to cry. I started talking to my mom and everything. (laughs) <laughs> Not at 3 o'clock in the morning. At 3 a.m. Hey, Mom, it hurts. I'm <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> Is that the end of your recap? That's the end of my recap. I'll just give y'all something light or whatever. So, I gave a recap in the previous episode. Um, everything kind of is typically the same. Um, Cameron's doing okay in school he's doing great in school okay but now he's stressing me out because it's time to start implementing more time after school doing more learning and he doesn't like that and I don't understand why because your mother is a learner like how do you not like to learn all the time I feel like he likes to learn he doesn't want you that's insane to be there no, it's really not me. It's he wants to be in his phone because he's been at school all day. And why would I need to do more school when I'm home? That's how I feel like his logic is. But that's, that's just because you've been consumed by the phone all summer long. And you think that you're not supposed to do nothing else. Yes, because this is on the regular. Now, granted, do I get a little bit, you know, hostile when we do homework? If you frustrate me, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. if Johnny had five apples... <laughs> You already a mean lady, so let's just make it worse. I mean, listen, I I'm not gonna lie, I'm not working on it, but I'm considered working on it. Okay, can we start there? Step one. <laughs> yeah, you know, at least I'm getting there. Everybody always says I'm mean, and I'm not mean, but Kenya just told me that I'm guarded, like I have my guard up all the time. 
Well, listen, I've been through enough. She has a harsh way of um, dealing with humans. <laughs> Since she doesn't want to be called mean. She definitely has a very harsh way of dealing That's with humans. Better. And she turns her emotions off like a light switch. And I really don't dark be wanting here. to. That's the crazy part about it. Yeah, it's not do. something that I do intentionally. Exactly, because you're guarded. That's crazy. Mm. I wonder who did that to me. How about we dig deep? Right. So today's a very dig deep conversation, and I don't know which way it's going to go, honestly. Um, but I'm going to start off by announcing the topic. And if you've been listening by now, you see that the topic is trauma bonding. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and how are we going to talk about trauma bonding with silly old Kenya? I don't know, <laughs> but hopefully, you I'm know. I'm serious. I promise. I promise. <laughs> But I want to read off um, because the teacher in me wants to inform the people who may not know that are listening what trauma binding is by definition. So I have it pulled up um, so that you can get a better understanding. And then we're going to kind of just go off one. A tangent per usual. Yeah. So (laughs) let me pull up the definition for y'all. So trauma binding is a trauma bond. Oh. A trauma bond is an attachment that develops from a cycle of physical and emotional trauma followed by positive reinforcement. So, Mm -hmm. that's the definition by Google. If you want to Google it, have a ball, Google it. You can dig into some more stuff if you want. Um, Today, I don't know how deep we're going to dig, but... (laughs) And I just want to give you a little excerpt. Um, Trauma bonding and codependency usually go hand in hand. So we're we're gonna touch on that at some point, I'm sure. Um, I had notes, but I had my friend hold my notes for me, and they disappeared. She's alive, cause girl. Anyway, Child, I, if I'm anything in life, I'm gonna be the fuck for real. Anyway, for me, trauma bonding. Um, that definition fits me for sure. Like if I was to define it, um, but I kind of want to read another definition. Okay. So, trauma bonding is a psychological response to abuse. It occurs when an abused person forms a connection or ow, or relationship with the person who abuses them. The person experiencing abuse may develop sympathy for the abusive person, which becomes reinforced by cycles of abuse, followed by remorse. So, that reminds me of people that have Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was going to ask you, because I know you probably would have some type of education behind that do you feel like they're one and the same or do you feel like uh stockholm syndrome is i feel like stockholm syndrome is a little deeper than just trauma bonding like it is do you want to define what that is for the people who may not know what the yeah because i wasn't typing i don't want to go off the top so i'm actually going to look it up for you guys so while she's looking that up um one of the questions that we have uh, is have you ever experienced trauma bonding? So I know for me personally, while Kenya's looking it up, um, for me, I've definitely experienced trauma bonding. I've experienced it a lot, um, actually. And now, you know, with my new clarity of who Kenya feels like I am and that I'm guarded, um, I feel like I have a lot of, of my guard up due to the trauma and not necessarily bonding with somebody else, but more so the abusive trauma that I've experienced through life. And that's probably why I am so guarded up. 
Um, but I've definitely experienced trauma bonding with my ex. And the trauma bonding and the codependency, for sure. Um, and we can dive deeper into it. Did you find the definition? I did. Okay. Okay, so trauma... I'm sorry. Stockholm Syndrome. It refers to the bond that can develop between hostages and their captor, captors and hostage-taking and kidnapping situations. Mm-hmm. In some cases, hostages may develop sympathies for their captors and their cause. Like, this is, like, really cra- a crazy mental health problem. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a little deeper for sure, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you know, I feel like everybody has, like, some type of... This is completely off topic. Mm-hmm. But so, some people, like, I feel like most people... <laughs> usual it wouldn't be self-expressed with love kills if it didn't go off topic right if we didn't get real expressive you know mm-hmm. um i feel like a lot of people have mental illnesses and definitely different things that everybody has with them but that's the whole purpose of well for one yes the podcast to identify who you are express yourself and love yourself and forgive yourself all those things um but i feel like Everybody wants to be this perfect person, and we're not. Like, at the end of the day, there's just no way for us to be perfect, and we all have our shit with us. But the the, the thing that makes it better, once you acknowledge the fact that it's something wrong with you, and it's not like it's something terrible, is to actually work on it. Like, I feel like that's where people, like, even, like, how do you, well, I know how you feel about therapy because you've been to therapy. But, like, you know, most black people don't feel like therapy is a thing. Oh, I'm not going to therapy. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Uh, it is really what's wrong (laughs) that you don't think anything is wrong right it is and I feel like that's one of the things that um I hate about just our culture in general is that nobody wants to go seek help like granted no I don't have a therapist but it's just because I never sit down to take the time to find one I'm not against it though I know something wrong with me and I'll be trying to work through it myself and whatever I mean the first step is admitting Yes, it is. I've been admitted. I, I I actually miss my therapist. I actually have to email her because we need to have a chat. Didn't she move or something? Yeah. She went somewhere else? I think she works for Rutgers or Penn State or something. Oh, okay. But she says she's going to do some side work. I just got to email her, tell her when I'm ready, and then pay out of pocket. That's probably the biggest problem. Right. Paying out of pocket. Like, girl, can we just... <laughs> can you just text me and call me every now and again? Hey, yeah. Let's do a monthly check-in for free. Like, Not we for home, free. Because we homegirls at this point. I'm hollering. You know I mean, a lot of my business. I mean, you don't know everything because <laughs> I just ain't there yet. But she definitely helped me work through a lot of different things. I'm See, a much stronger person. Another reason why I really am not pushing the, the lever to get to therapy because I feel like we're going to have two therapy sessions and it's going to be over because I'm not going to be the give you bits and pieces i'm we're gonna be there for two hours and i'm gonna tell you everything i got so, <laughs> i i got a lot more going and i'm gonna on. be like fix me at the end i had a lot more going on so she was like right you after the did. first session she was like you know what we're gonna start here right and then and we're then, gonna go backwards yeah we ain't even getting and that's usually how up. that's usually how it is in therapy i feel like at least me seeing from like the TV shows and stuff, like they always want to go back to the beginning of why everything, like the deep root of what's happening currently mm-hmm. in your life. Girl, we done took a year to get there. See, and I feel like I already know, but it's definitely probably more stuff that I need to work out. That's why I like be low-key hating being self-aware a little bit, because like, can I just not know sometimes? Nope. 
<laughs> Why would you not want to know? I mean, I do. You don't I be held accountable for that knowledge. No, oh. I don't think it's the accountability part. I think it's definitely more so because. Well, yeah, it's it's Cause definitely because once you know, you have to act on it. You yeah, can't and I gotta act a certain way. I can't mm-hmm. do stupid shit like I used to. You can. I do it all the time. <laughs> well, I be trying to, you know. Keep my shit together. My life ebbs and flows like the sea. Yeah. Sometimes you get a gangster bitch. Other times you get a professional bitch. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. This has nothing to do with trauma. Right, because we definitely been off topic. I'm going to say this one little part. (laughs) Why it almost got real physical at this job? And I really wanted to... And I didn't. And I'm proud of myself that I didn't. But then, when we had to talk afterwards... I was like, Dad, I really wanted to fight. And they was like, I wanted to fight too. I really wish you would have said that so I could have slammed you on your fucking neck. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I really wanted to do. Okay. Why didn't you tell me that you wanted to fight too? Because yeah. if you would have told me that, we wouldn't have talked no more. Right, we would have been fighting. Right. I'm done. Well, I'm glad y'all didn't fight. But that's why she ain't say it. She fucking knew. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking knew better. All right. <laughs> So trauma bringing bonding. it back to trauma bonding. Um, so I answered the question where I said, basically, have I ever experienced trauma bonding? If so, where from? Um, I stated that I definitely had a trauma bonding and codependency situation with my ex. Um, and honestly, it took me a long time to realize that it was really trauma bonding. Like before I even really knew what it was. Like I kind of knew what codependency was. Because again, being self-aware and having certain conversations or feeling a certain type of way or something occurs, which I'm going to use this as a story example. Um, it made me, it kind of like triggered my brain. Like, wait, what the fuck, what, what, what the fuck is this? Like, because something is not right. Like, why are we both here crying? <laughs> so the story pretty much was, I think it was just like a series of things happening. Um, but my ex best friend had passed and it was kind of like, Aww. right. And you know, I had to be there for him and all of that. And for some reason, I went through this rough patch of, like, I don't really want to call it depression, but I kind of was, like, in a depressional state. And it was just, like, you know, where is this coming from? Like, I don't really remember work-wise where I was at or, like, business-wise where I was at. But I just know that I was very, like, down in the dumps. And I just had to, like, what is going on? Then I started to realize that I'm over here having, and it wasn't, like, necessarily he was, because, like, the abuse thing puts it as the definition. I don't feel like he was necessarily abusing me. Now, granted, was there some stuff that maybe I didn't see or mm-hmm. I, it didn't pop out at me? I don't know. Um, but I, I just realized myself, like, crying because you're crying or feeling some type of way, and it was just like, uh-uh. But now, moving forward, like, obviously not even being in a relationship, but moving forward with people that I encounter on a regular I have to, like, I have this new thing where I'm, like, projecting my energy at all costs. So, say, for instance, when we got the news about the family death, mm-hmm. what did I say? I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to go over there, but I was like, yeah, nah, everybody mourning and crying. I'm going to just go to the office and, you know, have a good day. <laughs> so, it was like now that I feel like it, like, dawned on me, like, oh, my gosh, I really had a trauma bonding, a trauma bonding relationship, and, you know, we were really codependent on each other. I was like, I don't never really want to feel like that again. And I also want to be more aware of 
my emotions and the energy that's around me. And I feel like I've always been an energy person, but sometimes I might just ignore it or I might get a little nervous or I might get sad or I might feel like, oh, I really don't like being around this person, but I'm going to tolerate it. And it was just something that I felt and I felt like, okay, well, you know, I'll let it slide. But eventually you never know what that'll turn into. So now I'm just super protective of my energy, which is why as much as you hate it, if you call my phone and I'm not in the mood to talk, we not talking. Or if I know some bullshit didn't happen and you want to, uh-uh, <laughs> we not doing that. And, or I'm not answering the phone. Kenya hates it, but she got to respect the fact that I got boundaries and that's just that. <laughs> Go ahead. What you got to say? I don't have nothing to say about that <laughs> foolishness that you just spat out, but <clears throat> emotional abuse is abuse. Manipulation right. is a form of abuse. Controlling is a form of abuse. For sure. But what I'm saying is in the instance of when I was feeling depressed, I wasn't getting emotionally abused. Like I wasn't getting manipulated. Controlling, yeah, that was a everyday thing whenever I wanted to do something that you didn't want to do. For sure. But the manipulation, he never really could manipulate me. Maybe into like staying in the relationship. Yeah, but on a trying to get me to do something, no, I was definitely emotional manipulation. Yeah, I know. Is I, I, what was happening? I understand that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that was only when the nigga got caught cheating. Mm-mm. It was very, it was very frequently. <laughs> but I'm not saying like in the everyday life aspect. Like when I was going through that, bitch, I feel sad. Like I don't know, I'm in this funk. It was because he was just sad and crying too. It wasn't like oh, you you know, you making me feel like whatever or you're trying to get me to do this. Like, we were just being some crybaby, having-ass people. Like, it was just, like, more like an energy transfer. That's why I said it didn't really dawn on me that it was some form of trauma bonding until I, like, sat back and was like, why the fuck are we both over here depressed? <laughs> like, somebody got to have the better amount of energy because we not about to be here for weeks just upset and crying and in bad moods. Mm. But then I also learned, too, dealing with people dating, I can't, t- I've literally learned, and you know exactly who I'm talking about, I've literally mm-hmm. learned not to be around this person. Like, I don't even care if we don't talk. If you text me and we chat every now and then, cool. But every time you talk to this person, is something wrong. And it's just, Lemony Snickets. It's just like, oh my gosh. And sometimes, you know, I'll necessarily feed into it but it could just be because i'm bored maybe or i'm just like okay sure whatever but if i see a text message and it's like oh some this such and such happened and i'm not in the mood to deal with it i will literally just not respond like i probably ain't talked to him in a couple of weeks at this point good since the last situation (laughs) my house burned down i broke my leg i went to jail i lost my job No, that's just I need crazy. a house, I need a car, I need a phone. God damn, you need a friend. You need a new life. Yeah. And I get it because I know for a fact, like, even our friend circle, I'm sure there's a lot of the friends. I know I was the friend at one point that felt like, God damn, I keep complaining about the same stuff. Like, I know they're sick of me. But it's like, I feel like it also is different when it comes to your friends. Because it's like, we kind of agree to, you know, once we became friends, you agreed to take on... Yeah, this is your fucking job. Right, right. When I'm down in the dumps, like, you got to pull me up. But that's also something that made me 
move forward in my previous relationship because I said I'm tired of telling these bitches. So I have to get out of here because, <laughs> because if I have to tell them the same stuff one more time and they they pretty much telling me the same thing they've been telling me this whole entire time, it's like, all right, I'm I'm just not dealing with it. I'm not doing it no more. So it's just like, yeah, no. But I can't, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm heavy on energy right now. And that's, that's really my main thing. Have you ever had an experience with trauma bonding? Plenty of them. I was in a um, conservative <laughs> shift for six years, <laughs> and it was a super trauma bond. I I latched on. So when the relationship first started, my gr- we just started dating. My grandfather died. Okay. So <laughs> off the bat, yeah, y'all started in some trauma. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather died. You was right there. Whole time, the nigga was a homeless section. <laughs> He just, I, I yeah, he, just, he just needed somewhere to stay. Yeah, he just needed a mom. That's insane. He just I needed hate needed that. A mom. And then they told me about, you know, their major trauma. Their mother had died. And then more bonding happened over fathers. Next thing you know, I wasn't allowed outside. <laughs> now you just kept up. I got a friend. That's you know, crazy. Like my other friend. We fighting, being shot in my house, tried to shoot me. See, and that's weird because I feel like recently in that relationship that I was in, that was really the first time, like, because now it makes me kind of want to go dig deeper into the beginning of the relationship, like the initial relationship. There was no trauma there. Like how you just explained how yours was like right off the bat. It was just like, boom. Yeah. One month in. Boom. But that, I, I I mean, yeah, I don't really know his timeline-wise, but I know for a fact I had just got out of my relationship with my son's father, so mm-hmm. it was just like, yeah, that was my you, trauma. You were in a bad way. But I don't know. know, I don't know, he was in a relationship previous to me, but I don't know how far away or frequent or close it was, but I didn't really care back then because... Don't want that nigga. Get you. <laughs> he was in a relationship. <laughs> she didn't want that nigga. She left. She didn't. She but... ran. <laughs> she fucking ran. Yes, she did. Here you go with the shit. <laughs> that, that bitch put rollerblades on. <laughs> you are so what an ignition. Them bitches there. Finish telling them about your uh, trauma bond experience. Yeah, so <laughs> that happened, and I just latched on, and then they latched on because I am a giver. I am a lover girl, and. Clearly, at that time in my life, it was take advantage of the girl. Take advantage of the girl. And that's what the fuck happened. I tried to get that whole a better life. I mean, and honestly, that's how it be sometimes when you, uh, like, for me, and that's that's probably another reason why I have uh, my guard up, because my thing is the relationships I've been in, the people that I've dealt with, it's really hard to not deal with the fact that you don't know nothing about this person and their intentions. And yeah, you can always ask, but realistically, are they going to tell the truth? So it's like, that's why I think I am the way I am now, because it's just like, bro, I don't trust nobody. And it's like, I really shouldn't be like that. At all. That's very unhealthy. But you should dive into that. Come on. I said you. Not <laughs> us, Not right now. We're talking trauma bonding. This is trauma. <laughs> Like, this is legit trauma. But you, we talking individual trust issues Whatever. that you're having. <laughs> trauma bonding has nothing to do with the trust issues right now. 
You never know. It might, but we ain't gonna dig into it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And what else? And when someone, when you're dealing with someone and you've started that trauma bond, you get so low. And they may even help you get to that low, but then they bring you up to a high and mm-hmm. they have that control to yo-yo you around. Right. Because I know I can bring you up and I know I can take you down. Yeah, they can pretty much control your emotions. And it makes it feel like you're the only person who can bring Let's me see, back so up. see, so why do you feel like, like, what do you feel like is the initial start of that? Like, is it the person going through the trauma or is it... Like, how do you, how do you get to be the controller? The person has that, the person with the trauma is never the controller. So, so once you okay. have that initial trauma, so like, in my, and for my instance, when my grandfather died, mm-hmm. I got low. Right. And you were there to pick, to me, pick up. me up. Okay. I just wanted to make so it clear. So when you put me low. You are also there to pick, to pick me, up. me up. Yeah, you'll do all these nice things. That's exp- a good um, way and, you reference it, like the yo-yo. And most people who have trauma bonds, they don't. It doesn't take much. Yeah, no. Like you don't have to do any big grand gestures. It's just something that's sentimental, something that they feel. Mm-hmm. And people who can manipulate emotions. They can do it. They amazing. <laughs> they amazing. They and this it. is why niggas die every day, bitch. <laughs> Females too. Well, y'all, hey, that's why they die every single day. I'm hollering. I'm All right, so that was good. I really like that. Thank you. I try. I'm done. You, <laughs> you do not have to be annoying. All right, so we going kind of. It's kind of going to be trauma bonding, um, but also dumping as well. Just mm. taking it back to the energy thing and. I want to have a deep conversation about this because mm. it's kind of like not really a deep conversation, but it's going to be a sincerest apology to you as well because oh, shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> because, because I don't think people realize and that's why I want to talk about it. And it's like, we just going to all around talk about trauma. Um, I don't think people realize how difficult it is to have trauma and then also shield your trauma and not give it to other people so the next question is do you feel like you dump on others you trauma you dump trauma on others yes but only certain people i that's understandable. just like she said i don't trust people you could date me for years you're never gonna know every 90 percent that's crazy of what i've been through you're not we ain't there yet. Maybe 10 years in. Damn. Sorry. 10 years? Ten. That's a lot. It is. But yeah. I, I, okay, so my reasoning is with my uh, abuser, <laughs> I exposed myself way too much. I felt like, because, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm in a relationship, the person I'm in a relationship also becomes my best friend. Right. You are my go-to person. Mm -hmm. You are my crutch. So, if I'm giving you everything and you're using that against me, Mm -hmm. you ain't gonna get it again. So, my thing is, when it comes to that, and this is taking a turn off of the actual dumping part, we're gonna go back to that. How is that fair to anybody that you meet new about what that man did to you? I'll give you something. 
I get that, but you're telling me right now mm-hmm. your trust is not that strong. You don't trust people easily. You had a bad experience with me. I don't trust you with me. Right. But you telling me that you got to, you, so say for instance, which a man now, you going to make him wait 10 years to know who you truthfully are because of what somebody else did? It depends on how I feel. It depends on, it depends on how trustworthy you are. Cause I'm not going to lie. I'll definitely feed you something. Right. And see how that goes. Right. So it was more so just like a getting to know each other type of thing and seeing if I can actually put my trust into you. But my thing is, again, what indicator is that going to be at? Because a person could be giving you this whole entire feeling and making you feel happy, making you feel in love mm-hmm. and Delulu, because clearly you Delulu. <laughs> but he could be having his own hidden agenda and you go dish everything out or say for instance like me in my situation where if I'm dating somebody and I don't want to really give you my all but you want to know my all because you really like me and you want to you want to be with me but I'm not letting up because I don't trust you that's not going to sabotage the relationship no so why not it's not going to sabotage the relationship because if this person is genuinely interested and they really want to get to know you, they will have patience because okay. you can tell when someone has been through some things. Right. You can tell when someone is guarded and you know it's something deeper than that. So you have to wait until that person is comfortable enough to, to start breaking down some of them barriers right. for you. Okay. And if you can't wait to break down these barriers, bitch, you can scream. <laughs> Fuck nah. that look like. And, you know, I just wanted to see your point of view from it because I think I said something about something similar like this to um, one of the newer episodes and just about how having boundaries. And if a person doesn't mm-hmm. like the fact that you have boundaries, then they're just not meant to be in your life. Um, because with all things in alignment, if you can't respect what I want for my life, then it's kind of just like, fuck you. But if you have the patience to deal with me and respect my boundaries, then, you know, you can stay here for a while. <laughs> so I get That's it. That's nice. I'm, I don't have boundaries. Um, I don't really like your boundaries. <laughs> but I deal with them for the most part. Why you don't like my boundaries? Because you don't I, like my boundaries that you have to abide by. Exactly. Oh, well. I mean, I me. love your boundaries for other people. I love that for you. <laughs> But I just can't have nothing with you, huh? Exactly. <laughs> so, do you, back to the dumping trauma. Okay. How do you feel like you do that in a way? Um, I don't know if you started saying that or not. With my thought. dumping, I don't dump trauma. Okay. Yeah, because you said not with everybody. I, I generally don't. I, I usually keep that in. Um, okay. Do I, Will I dump? Um, immediate things, if I get upset or irritated, yes. Okay. I will rant on that. But dumping trauma, eh, too personal. Too much. I don't like it. So, okay, I get what you're saying. Um, so let me kind of bring it back some. Your actual trauma, yes. But what may not seem like trauma to you could be trauma to me. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I wanted to see your point of view, but that was your point of view. You don't feel like you drunk, you dump trauma, maybe a rant, but you never know what your conversation what, what does would to trigger me. someone else. Right. Right. So, and that's why 
for me, when I came up with this question and I said that this was going to be the question where you get my deepest, sincerest apology, I feel like... I'll be dumped in trauma when you say I said I was going to give you oh, an apology. Oh, okay. You can give me one too. Yes, you do. Well, I, did, I didn't know. I apologize. I did. But I know for me, and this is more so on a work level, and I don't know if you realized it, but I had to remember to um, bring this up in this episode when we, whenever we recorded it because mm-hmm. I caught myself the other day. So remember when I came into the office and I was like, um, damn, what did I say? I don't know. I might've just typically greeted you, whatever, whatever. And then I saw you were on the phone and then I was just like, okay. And I kind of stopped myself. So the thing that really hit me was I want to tell her what happened at this doctor's appointment but I already know how you are when you got stuff to do. And I don't know what you was dealing with prior to me getting in here. Cause I think we was on the phone for maybe like a couple of minutes before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, no, we wasn't. I had texted you. I was texting you, oh, but yeah, either way I, I had to catch myself to not give you the news right off the bat. And it's like, that's why I was telling you, you may not think is actual trauma towards like your trauma, but you never know what it does to somebody. Cause I know even for instance, there's probably been a personal story where you told me and it made me feel a type of way about my experience. So that's why I asked you that. But for me, I know for a fact, I trauma, I trauma dump too much. I wouldn't say that. Not to you. I don't think I trauma, trauma dump as much to you okay. for sure. I think, yeah, with me and you, it's probably just more venting. Um, and if anything, you I'll, trust me. I'll, um, How's that work? here you go. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why you gotta start? I'm just asking. I just well, want All right. I'll answer your question in a second. Let me finish my thought. You mm. know my brain. Mm-hmm. So look, you already made me lose it. So when it comes to my trauma dumping for you, I feel like it's more so bombarding you with stuff off the bat and not you know, considering your feelings, considering what type of day you're having, like I'll come in and tell you. Um, Cause even like the day when I first initially found out about my leg, I called you and then you were all hello. And then I was like, it's something wrong with all of us. I'm having a bad day. And I just like put it all out there. And it was just like, now today, as I'm thinking of it, I'm like, God damn, like I probably fucked up her whole day. And just mm-hmm. because my day was ruined and this, of course, nothing intentional, just me right. telling you, how I feel or whatever just occurred. But I think people need to be more conscious of actually um, paying attention to the conversations that they have with people. Not you. <laughs> people need to have uh, more, uh, they, they should be more aware and conscious of when they have conversations or if at any time the conversation is something that could be triggering to somebody else. It's hard to be that mindful, though, especially when your emotions are high and it's something that you want to get off your chest to one of your persons. Right. And I get it. But I feel like, again, having that energy transfer and somebody like you could be having an amazing and great day. And then I come in with my bad news. Now you kind of got me all through it all. But taking it to your point, I do trust you. I feel like, you know, a huge deal of stuff that I went through, I probably don't trauma dump as much to you though, because I know that you have your own stuff that you deal with. And I'm more considerate to your feelings more than the other person. Cause like what my ex, I know still to this day, I probably do a bunch of trauma dumping, but remember how I told you one time 
that I learned something new about myself and I was like, I got to stop complaining because I don't, I'm making other people feel like, oh my gosh, like, here we go again. I got to be her therapist today. And it's like, I think I'm more conscious of you. And for one, I know just shit, your family alone. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't really do too much of the letting you know when I'm actually going through something or if I'm feeling like, you know, okay, I'm having a moment where I'm really going. Now, yeah, if it's something where I can't hide it from you, then obviously you're going to mm-hmm. know. But if it's something that could wait or I could work through my own emotions by myself, then I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You are the last person that I would really come to, to, especially if you are already in a bad mood or something is already stressing you out. I mean, that would probably help, though. It would get my mind off the foolishness. <laughs> not when it's, but not when it's just foolishness, but when, like, say, for instance, it was, like, how many deaths back-to-back in your family recently? Uh, right. So, I don't even remember if I was going through anything personally in my life, but that wouldn't be the time for me to, like, I'm supposed to be there to comfort you. Whatever shit I got going on is kind of just like, all right, I got to put it to the side for right now. Oh, friend, you really were there for me when them people died. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, I was. I didn't make it to every funeral, but yeah, I was there. You were. <laughs> so, I do feel like I dump people, dump trauma on people, but I, I do feel the same way like you. Like, it's only specific people. It's not to everybody. Yeah. And I do gotta owe you, I do owe you an apology <laughs> because I am not always considerate when I'm, you know, throwing my shit out there. Not, no, you have been. Don't say that. You have I been. I said I'm not always. I know. That. That's why I said you have been at okay. some point. Um, I don't, as of recently, no. But I remember one time off of hand when I don't know what I was doing, but I, <laughs> I visually remember I was sitting on the couch um, and then I got a text from you. And I think you had said, or maybe, okay, so maybe I'm thinking of two different reasons, two different times, mm. but either way, the, the second time you had discretion, the second time you asked, are you available to listen to me because, you know, <laughs> I gotta get this out. Right, and I think I told you, not right now. The first time I think you dumped, mm. and then I think a couple of days after, it was a continuous situation, and I said, yeah, no. It was your family. Of course, it's all—it's always them. <laughs> it's always them. I'll be fine. <laughs> but no, the initial it was like boom, boom, and when y'all, when Kenya has a conversation, not really on the phone but via text, she'll send multiple messages. So when I got the first set of messages, it was like what the fuck? But I was I I was available to talk then, like I was available to hear. But the the next day you came to update me about the shenanigans, I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't even need that right now. And you was just like, okay. So you've you've had discretion at some point. It made me sad to do that. I mean, it's a work in progress. You're never going to like half the things that you do when you are self-aware and conscious. I'm going to get another friend. (laughs) I listen now. You do. Now, if I don't answer the phone, it ain't nothing you can do about that. I'll be ready to fight. (laughs) I know, because I was supposed to de-escalate you the other day. And I didn't answer. And I think I fell asleep, so I didn't have a chance to call you back. But you'll be all right. All right, so we are going to... Oh, wait. Let me tell you all before we get into this next question, because Kenya over there doing her due. If you are a person um, who is trying to get their life together, if you are 
you know, really looking to just live a better life, live a happier life, um, and just not always be angry or not always feel like you're in some stuff. I have created a guide where you can basically repeat affirmations because I did a poll on Instagram and I asked people like, do you speak positive things to yourself? Most people said no. Some people said sometimes. Um, and some people say, I don't know what to say. So I said, okay, let me create a guy. And it's a free guide that you can get on the website. Why do you keep giving people free stuff? Girl, shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> Why are you... This is my commercial break, and you over here interrupting my commercial break. I just wanted to know. You can go to the website. Um, the website is going to be in the show notes. It is Amor Amata, um, and it is a pop-up that comes on a website, and it is legit a guide. It's 10 affirmations that you can re- start repeating to yourself every single day. I encourage you to do it at least three to five times in the day so it can start being embedded in your mind, and you can actually start to believe the things. Because some stuff that you may repeat to yourself even whatever is on the guide may not resonate with you but the more and more that you repeat it um the more that you'll train your mind to actually believe that it's possible for you because I know for me speaking positivity into myself was definitely one of the hardest things to do especially when you are having those bad thoughts those bad emotions those bad moments where you feel like you ain't shit so if you guys want to go grab it, you can go grab it. It's completely free for now. And if you would like to ha- give a donation, <laughs> just know I'll put the ca- I'll put my cash app in the <laughs> hey, show notes. Not a, not a donation. All right, so that's the oh, end of my game? shut. Up. It's literally ten affirmations. It's literally free game, girl. So why are you always gonna piss me off? You pissing yourself off. I'm just here. Whatever. So this question, right, is um, how do you feel like, what is the best way to break a trauma bond? Mm, that's a really good question. You, as a person, you have to work on yourself in order to break that trauma bond because a trauma bond is a very, very strong bond. Okay? Trauma bonds will have you forsaking your whole family. This is true. So... In order for you, you first you have to realize that this is a, a trauma, trauma bond, bond, that this is unhealthy, like this is something that I don't need in my life. This is something that I need to get away from and I need to become a stronger person in order to do that. Right. So whether you go to therapy, whether you work on yourself, whether you put yourself in, back into your religion, pray to whatever Lord that you know you subscribe to, these are things that should be like the first things that you should do to break that trauma bond. Um, don't wait till it gets detrimental because in my trauma bond, baby, I had to go through a whole lot <laughs> to get to the rainbow and the pot of gold. You hear me? I left that nigga, the house, the <laughs> pool, everything. I'm dead. If the kids was his, I'd have left them too. <laughs> so for me, uh, breaking a trauma bond, I don't know, the easiest way for me to that I got out of mine was to end the relationship. Now, granted, was it necessarily directly from the trauma bonding? No. But I also realized that this is not a healthy relationship. So, you know, let's just agree to agree that we going to not do this no more. Oh, can you still be friends with the person that you trauma bonded with? Yeah. Hmm. There ain't no trauma no more. Is it not? I mean, on mine, yeah, because I'm going to always have some shit with me. And that's why I said I need to have better discretion and preserve my trauma to myself and work through it and not just dump it and so that way we are bonding again 
So even when I'm going through something, it's like if I know you the person that's going to be that yo-yo like you used as a reference, I'm going to just opt out. I'm going to just thug it out. And as much as this may be hard to have to be like, let me not call this person and tell them this trauma I just experienced, I'll just not. So it's like you kind of have have to make better choices. But my advice we don't to the listeners those. is cut that human off. <laughs> okay? Yeah. For at least six months to a year. While you rebuild yourself. Everyone is in the strongest Sierra. <laughs> I don't know why y'all be thinking I'd be so strong. <laughs> you the one giving out the strength. Still talking. Am, am still I? talking to the enemy. I mean, it's and a whole enemy, nother dynamic. listening. It's a whole nother you. dynamic now. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. People are going to think and have their own opinions and their views, but nobody's in right. the middle of it. So nobody's going to understand. That's why I feel as though you're a strong person because a weaker person wouldn't be able to do that and not trauma dump on the person that they have this trauma bond with. Well, for me in my particular situation, even the trauma that I just experienced is easier. And I don't even really feel like it's trauma. It just was a lot of shit happening at once. That's um, not trauma. What's the definition of trauma? Let's see. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's check the board. She can never just let me live. I mean, yes, it it could have been. It was it was news. It was something that I found out. It was a lot of emotions involved. Yeah, I'm sure it defines as trauma. But again, even with me having that energy transfer that I'm worried about, but also my boundaries, because a lot of the stuff really I withheld because of, based off of a boundary. Mm-hmm. Ready for trauma? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Trauma, a noun, <laughs> a deeply distressing or disturbing experience, emotional shock following a stressful event or a physical injury, which may be associated with physical shock and sometimes lead to long-term neurosis. Come on, not the whole medical diagnosis. The origin is late 17th century from Greek, literally. Nobody Greek. asked you for all of that. And you didn't have to, and I gave it. <laughs> I'm write so that good. down in your notebook thank you yeah mine was definitely more so like an emotional shock like what <laughs> mm-hmm. but again me even having that emotional shock and experiencing that trauma I feel like with me being more conscious of just telling people stuff about what I just endured um, or something that I'm currently going through and also my boundaries like they kind of like help me stay away from a lot of stuff so it's like Kind of like a win-win. Do do I always win in the situation? No. Sometimes nobody wins when the family feeds. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to just double back and you know forgive myself and give myself grace about even letting this person back in or even getting it to the extremities. But I um I live. I mean, again, when it comes to doubling back and doing stuff that you know you have no business doing or even having conversations with people or being in a relationship with a person you know that you're not. The one thing that tops everything of your behavior that you're doing is actively knowing that you are wrong. You should not be doing this. If you are doing this and being delulu as hell, then that's when we got real problems. I am actively aware of what I am not supposed to be doing and what probably should not be happening. That's the difference between most. They delulu and they want to act like, oh, they ain't doing shit wrong. Mm-hmm. I know that when I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong. 
So that's a, that's a whole completely different thing. So that makes it better. Got it. It doesn't make it better, but, you know, it's something that at least you're aware. Yeah, and then you'll be able to work on it and you'll be able to decide. Now, if you choose to keep being Delulu and doing stuff you're not supposed to be doing, your life will reflect that. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, From that's entirely up to you. to July, it was a very... It was a very rocky road. And I don't think that particular situation was trauma bonding, but it was a very traumatic experience. I don't know. Y'all, y'all might have had some trauma bonding. Yeah. So, okay. Now I want to go into something before we close out. Mm, closing so early? So, well, I do have a couple of different things. So, how do you feel not romantic relationship trauma bonding do you feel like you are friends with certain people and you can use us as an example for certain reasons because of the journey of life that you are currently going through like right now with our relationship do you feel like we're close as we are because of what we are individually going through us personally no i feel as though our relationship has changed and grown a lot from beginning to now right it's multifaceted. Yeah, we. That's why I, I was going to agree with you. Our relationship currently, no, doesn't represent that. But do you feel like a normal relationship? So maybe I don't necessarily say our beginning relationship. Maybe like after twenty twenty one, when we was basically out here living wild say, and reckless. When we was living wild and reckless, that was definitely we were bonded because bonded of, because of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I wanted to ask that because I feel like. A lot of people don't realize that in their friendships that you're only really friends with somebody for a particular reason. And sometimes it may be a lesson and sometimes that just may be your best, your bestie and that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, I know for me, I look at some of my romantic relationships like that. Like, this is literally for me to learn what the fuck not to do. <laughs> what the fuck saying, not to do with. Say everybody's in your life for either a reason or a season. Definitely. And if you do not learn your lesson, you are going to continue to get the same type of person. At every turn. Until you get the message. Yeah. And I'm working on that because, you know. I think I'm out of it because I don't don't think this one is is a lesson. I think this one a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) You want to be blessed or you want to be stressed? I mean, you never know because, honestly, it could be. A different type of lesson. Your season. Or, yeah, or a different type of lesson. Because I don't think. What you're experiencing now, you've ever experienced, but that could be your reason. That could be your season of receiving love. That's why the people that I date, and if I feel like you're super, super affectionate and I'm not, it's like, I'm not going, I hate it, but I'm not going to dismiss it because you may be the person that teaches me how to actually receive love because I haven't experienced it. So maybe that's what you are currently going through. You probably never really experienced a love like this that's as healthy. I hope so. So, not to say that that's your forever, because... All right, now. I'm just saying, I like to throw it out there as a disclaimer. Let's not. Just so people don't think that... It's always a Debbie Downer. (laughs) This bitch always busting my bubble. (laughs) I'm just trying to dump through you. (laughs) Why are your hands cold? What is happening? It's cold in here. It is not. Okay. Sure, whatever. Okay. You got on. Yeah. My arms is out. I'm tell you to be naked. I mean, I am comfortable. Okay. She's naked on film. I am not. Nobody can even see me. 
below the waist. Oh, okay, because I'm looking at you, looking at me, looking at you. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. All right, so give me, um, as the last thing, give me um, some things that, hmm, I just exit that out. Mm-hmm. Give me some things that you feel like are ways to identify that you are in a trauma bonding situation. I'm going to start with one off the top. Um, again, experiencing the trauma, whether it was individually or y'all together um, and connecting and then connecting and being in isolation. Isolation was definitely going to be, okay. going to be mine. <laughs> but I had to grab it for me personally, Contr- just because controlled isolation. Yeah. I feel like that's the same thing. Mm-mm, Cause sometimes you isolate yourself. Nah, but they knew what the fuck I meant. The- <laughs> that's why I said either you go through the trauma or I go through the trauma or we go through it together isolation because it's going to be an isolation we're talking about bonding so I, I thought we kind of already knew it was going to be a together thing yes controlling isolation okay. what are yours what are your signs to know that you're in a because somebody listening might not know that they're in a trauma bonding situation you need to get out like, <laughs> get out! Get out of there! <laughs> Spray him, run back, we play too much. Like, help! Definitely, um, love bombing. I don't know mm. if you know what love bombing is. Give the but definition for the people who may not know. All right. <laughs> so, when someone love bombs you, they they do not have good intentions for you. Because they just want to give it to you so they can take it away and give it to you again. So, mm, that wrote... You wrote the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I wrote bonding instead of bombing. Okay. Love bombing. An instance of lavishing someone with attention or affection, especially in order to influence or manipulate them. Love bombing also comes with gifts. It doesn't always have to be just affection, showing affection, but grandiose gifts. It's always something extra. They take it to the next level. It's not Mm -hmm. the normal. Do you feel like people can love bomb when they get caught doing something wrong? Of course. Okay. Just wanted to put it out there because that's another sign too. Why wouldn't they love bomb you? That emotional uh, manipulation. No, because people don't really, like, people, you got to understand, and this is why I created the podcast, and now that even when we do it together, a lot of people aren't aware of certain things that they go through, and it could be because maybe you didn't have a mother or a father growing up, or you just may not have had somebody that was there to teach you, so that's why I always kind of want to ask different questions. I, you know, I know. <laughs> I, I done been through enough bomb, love bombing, gaslighting, mm-hmm. I done been through enough to know what, what happens. But some people may not know when they're in a trauma bonding situation. Some people may not know when they are in a love bombing situation or even a gaslighting situation. Like, And they are all kind of like hand in hand. They, they all kind of go together. But some people don't understand or they don't even know that these things are things like People be living in real full-blown delusion. Rose-colored glasses. I used to live there. (laughs) When a person, when you find yourself defending somebody. Yeah, at every turn. At at every turn. (laughs) I'm going to need for you to look into that. There's Mm -hmm. a problem there. 
Especially when it's your family too. Uh, and I, mm, I, I ain't gonna always say that. Okay, that's fair. They be minding people's business a little that's, too hard. That's true. But, and some people's family dynamic is the same. So, so if you find I'm yourself defending him, like Billy didn't mean to hit me that day, <laughs> I ran into the wall. That shit and, is not funny. But why you have to turn your voice like that? And then why it had to be Billy? <laughs> I don't know. And Trey Quan about to find him another job. You know good and well he keep him a good job. But Trey Quan can't keep a job past two, three weeks or a month. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, it's it's like the making the excuses. Making the excuses for no, that he person. don't have a he don't have a car because he has some tickets. And that's something that I feel like people should be more if you are out there meeting new people, dating, I think that's something that you should be really aware of when you are meeting somebody new, because I know I experienced that myself. And now I'm on this new journey of, for one, not even sharing my experience with my friends, um, with the person that I'm dating or talking to, um, but also not having these high expectations and wanting to be in high Delulu, like not high expectations like that, but I mean like expecting us to be in love by tomorrow. Like, you crazy, so oh okay. I'm about to say, um, <laughs> you're crazy, but because of me and my background, when it comes to relationships and meeting people, I always jump into okay, yeah, this we about to spend this amount of time together. Oh yeah, we gonna do this. Oh yeah, we like creating a whole fucking fairy tale, and that's why I said people live in real lives of the Lulu, and it's like and they do. We, I plan my marriage already. <laughs> it's nothing wrong for you to plan your marriage, but to plan it with a specific person that you don't know from a can of paint. I do. <laughs> Okay, y'all, Chinya is a prime example of the Lulu behavior. And I need you to realize that this is reality at the end of the day. And until you feel like you know that person, you trust that person with your everything, and you feel like, okay, y'all are working towards something, then that's cool. But don't be out here meeting a man two days ago at the bar and you feel like, oh, he's doing this and he's saying Because I know I get caught up and I be having to, bitch, stop fucking, stop acting like, you love this man, you know this man. And I get it because it's the honeymoon phase and it's the excitement. But if you are a lover like me, and this is why I am the way I am, and if you don't want to turn cold like me, don't be out here just loving every fucking person you encounter because every person you meet is not going to be in your life for forever. This is true. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there because that's how you end up in trauma bonding situation. Every time. <laughs> That is literally how you end up in the gaslighting situations. Because like Kenya used as the reference with the yo-yo, once somebody feels like they have that power and that control over you, it's over for you. Until you let show them that, okay, no, this, I'm not that person. But most of the time, especially in women, we weak. I'm also violent, so. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to put my hands on you. We almost went the whole episode without you being violent. I be, I be pinching my nigga. I don't hit him yet. <laughs> I don't hit him yet. I be pinching him. Not now. yet. That is crazy. It's coming. Yeah, no, I just want to put that out there because I know for me, and I know I have a lot to work on personally with myself, um, just because of the whole feedback I got from Kenya today. Like, oh, wow. okay, I got my guard up. But again, hard it, shell. It's kind of hard not to when you encounter, like, the same person. But I know that doesn't have nothing to do with them. It's all about me. So that's why I'm like, it's a lot of work that I need to do. And everybody thinks that, oh, I'm this just amazing, self-aware, 
self-expressive person, and, and you I are, got long until shit. it's time to express. Yeah, I feel like I've been more expressive lately. You have been more expressive, right? But I'm just not open to expressing. Hmm. 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 It's no, the the words expression, yes. I have no problem with doing that now. I'm going to open my mouth and speak and be the way that I feel. But also, I dial back on not giving people more energy than they're giving me. I, I agree with that. Um, but my expression is more so just the affection part. But that's just because I'm not affectionate. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of feel like a lot of my non-affection is not really non-affection. It's And I had this conversation with somebody earlier in the week, um, or maybe the weekend, because it's still early in the week. Um, is it? It's, about, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. I don't know. Every day be every day for me I now. was about to say Thursday, because <laughs> I forgot what today was. <laughs> I feel like I've been at work all day. No, but I had a conversation with them, and it pretty much is like, I kind of told them, and this is how I know I'm opening up more and I'm expressing myself more about how I'm feeling, even like directly to the person. It was like, I kind of told them like, yeah, you know, it's nothing towards you. I'm just not an affectionate person. And he kind of said, well, I don't think that it's that. I think you just need to be more comfortable with me. And So I don't think it's that I'm not affectionate because when I got the affection in me, oh, you going to know. Now, granted, just like we listened to the healthy relationship episode before we started recording, I'm definitely still not Joe. I'm not going to jump we, on you. I'm not going, oh my gosh. We know. I'm not doing that yet. But if I like you and I'm comfortable with you, like he said, I just have to get comfortable with him, then yes, I'll be affectionate. Because I show affection. You do. Everybody just don't get it. This is true. Like, I don't even feel like I'm affectionate in our relationship. You're really not. <laughs> Bitch, be ready to stiff arm me every time. <laughs> I tell my friend I love her. I tell my friend I'm proud of her. I would try to get a bitch hug. Okay, be, you don't never try to hug me. She put her hands on me. Oh, my goodness. I didn't tell you. <laughs> when did I touch you? When you when you put your hands on me? You ain't mugged me in that car? Where was we going? You mug, First of all, you mugged me twice. Where was we going? Uh, Copa. Definitely put your hands on me on the way to Copa. Oh, then it wasn't the same day then? It wasn't the same day. It was two different occasions. I don't recall the second one. You was on the phone with the boneless do-rag. <laughs> oh, we was going to Olive Garden. Or we was at Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. At Olive Garden, abused me. I'm like, this girl keep putting her fucking hands I on me. I literally nudged you. She mugged me. Do you, I don't know if y'all know she got claws. <laughs> her hands aren't small she's got really got long dangerous fingers and she like stiff arm me into the window I didn't even have the claws when I stiff armed you your hands so long they felt like you had the claws <laughs> but she like really stiff armed me into the window then on the way to Copa she did it again I was even driving she could have killed me I don't even remember hitting you on the way to Copa I, I got proof How? because I was on the phone when oh, you have a person that, that heard your lies. That's crazy. Oh, now I'm lying? I'm a liar. Anyway. Right. I don't even know what we're talking about. Cause so you... we're going back to trauma bonding. Um, I have a couple things I want to end off with that you guys should just look into. Let's recognize the signs of trauma bonding. And they may help you avoid or take the necessary steps to break the bond. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. 
If you find yourself justifying or defending a person's behavior, see, I said that one all by myself. Yeah, you did. Oh, you're reading off of Google now, now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, go ahead. If you constantly think about people who hurt you, if this is a constant thought that's running through your mind, you may possibly be in a situation that you need not be in. Oh, so if, wait, read that again. If you constantly think about people who hurt you. So people who are in a healthy space, they're not obsessing or constantly thinking about. Oh, but no, that is saying that they're constantly thinking about the person that they're in a relationship with. The person that hurt them. them. Right. But even if it's friend, family, relative, if you find yourself incessantly thinking about them Mm -hmm. after they're gone, you might have a trauma bond with them. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Because even after our argument, it's like I'm obsessive over bitch. I, I said, we need to finish this conversation. We or we need to talk about yeah. If you still want much. to help them after they caused you harm, that's a heavy sign. That's a oh my gosh. That is listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Read it again. If you still <laughs> want to help them after you've caused them after they've caused you harm, why would you want to help somebody who has shown you that they'll give two shits about you, girl? Maybe I was in a trauma bond. <laughs> when? Oh, you talking about recently? <laughs> I told you, you just probably gotta, feet. you just gotta dig deeper, cause that's why I said even I ain't gonna do it in the episode, but I'm tonight. I'm gonna really be like, dang, cause yeah, why, why? My thing is, and I don't mean to cut you off with your list. Mm-hmm. My thing is even down to the whole cheating damaging my shit mm. how do you, there's no way that that is love like you do not care about my feelings within the moment of you destroying my shit or you talking to another bitch or another man whatever you get into i don't know but that's not love and i feel like that alone forget trauma bonding you shouldn't be with that person or around that person because that's just trauma in itself that is crazy that is something that you're gonna bring and i feel with like you people i feel like people don't put that in the back of their head and that's something that me moving forward that's why I'm so heavy on okay the people that I talk to on a daily basis if you're giving me energy and if your actions are showing then there's no reason for me to cut you off as much as I may not feel you or you know unless I feel like you're a waste of time but if you've ever caused any type of hurt to me it's like why am I talking to you and I feel like people should take that and put it in the back of their mind if this person has caused me harm then they do not deserve to be around me Point blank period. Because it's only but so many times that you can unintentionally air quote. I don't even feel like I don't I don't feel like the first time is uh unintentional. I feel like you intentionally did that. I don't care. But again, that's my trauma and my experiences and how I'm moving forward. You fuck up once you're gone. Mm. And it's hard it's gonna be hard for me because I haven't experienced it yet. But it's yeah, cause huh? I shouldn't have to tell. We are all adults and we are all old enough to know what is right and what is wrong. And if you do something that you know that's going to make me feel some type of way. Now, if this is a new relationship, and I'm not saying in an actual relationship, but we just met each other. There's some things that you might do that you may not know triggers me. So that I'll give you grace and tell you about yourself that time. And then it happened the second time. It's done. Hmm. But... I don't really know what would cause for a first time you cut off. Maybe, I, I don't know. I'm a grace. It's probably like a situational type of situation, but I know I have to 
I'm I'm on it because what you just read is literally something I keep in the back of my mind every single day. Hmm. So back into the signs of you just may be in a trauma bond. <laughs> you're not willing to leave. Yeah. If you're unwilling to leave after Everything. things happen, like say they crash your fucking car, bring your car, you tell that nigga to bring you your motherfucking car, and they bring like. you your motherfucking car, and they got an attitude, and it's your motherfucking car, and you mm-hmm. got an attitude, now they want to fight because you got an attitude, now Here I'm punching you in your shit. Here she go. That's a problem. <laughs> Glad she got out of that, huh? Because mm. that was real intense. That was triggered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got triggered. Yeah, you just went on the whole <laughs> You tried to cover for your abuser's behavior. Yeah. And you don't share your true feelings or opinions in fear of retribution. Inside note to that one, you don't tell your friends because you know they're going to tell you about yourself. Child. And I've done that plenty of times. Me, me too. Let me, let me not Suffering in, <laughs> in silence. Mm, let's keep this one a secret. Y'all, one time Kinga tried to keep a secret from me. <laughs> and she had no choice but to give it up. Well, I tell you, I think it was like up oh. to two phone calls. She was doing something she had no business doing. And then she eventually told me, like, after the third time we talked in that day. And I was just like, you was holding out, huh? She's mm. still doing now. I it's don't. not a bad thing. Like, it's not something that you're not supposed to be doing. But it's like a, hey, friend, mm-hmm. what you doing? That's like the uh, other day when I hung up uh, with you. She was like, um, I was home. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I really was home. I know. <laughs> I know yeah. you were home. Yeah. I just know you had, you wasn't by yourself. I never said that, though. I know, but the way you were having the conversation, it was you wasn't going to bring up the fact that that body was laying next to you. It wasn't. Was <laughs> you just was not going to say hold that. See, y'all, she just be hiding stuff from me. Keep you see, <laughs> asking questions, huh? <laughs> Let me call you right back. And that's the thing, you didn't even try to get off the person myself. What? I'm talking to you. Oh, okay, and bitch. You know I heard another voice. <laughs> okay, bitch. And they trying to whisper. My thing. <laughs> you being sneaky with me. <laughs> My thing is, <laughs> I knew I ain't hear your daughter greet me, so I knew something was up. <laughs> That's how I knew. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> what the kids are on? supposed to be home. Mm-mm, not right now. <laughs> All right, you got anything else or are you done? That's it. So, in reference to trauma bonding, codependency, and trauma dumping, if you have experienced any of the things aforementioned that we have talked about, I know we went off on a tangent, but this is definitely a serious topic. And so many people, I'm not even just going to say women, so many people go through this because, yes, <laughs> women are abusers too. Yeah. I used to be one and I've changed. But women are abusers too. So if you have experienced any of this, I really need you just to, you know, dig deep, look at the signs, open your eyes, take off the rose colored glasses because abuse is real. And you carry these wounds around and you may very well be hurting other people, not even in a relationship, meaning you could be hurting your children, you could be hurting your family, and you're more so hurting yourself. So I know we laugh, joke, giggle, hee hee, ha ha. But it's honestly and truly a very serious topic. So, yeah. Listen to us. 
if you need to rewind it back and just really get to the good parts where we're actually talking about something, <laughs> you can do that. Or if some of my story about the stink and feed Capri Sun drinking, Ew. no license having. If you feel like you related to any of our stories, even to current day of what you're dealing with, definitely get out. Like, and no joke, no laugh. Like, yeah. it's, it's really a save yourself the stress and the trauma that you are going to, because you're going to carry it, whether you even get out right now. You're still going to carry that trauma around you because you went through it. And even if you went through it blindly and not even knowing that you were going through it, um, I suggest you really get out because, and I know for me, it's hard. Like one of the ways that you know you're in a trauma bonding situation is when you don't want to leave. And all I can say is for a person who stayed and stayed and stayed time after time, you're only doing yourself a disservice by staying late. And you're making it harder for you to leave the more that you stay. I guess I gotta go. <laughs> I guess it's time to go. But as much as it was nice and we talked about this good topic and it was a very deep topic and we had some laughs and some giggles because it's just always going to be laughs and giggles. <laughs> um, I want y'all to really uh, take heed to the conversation that we had today and also um, analyze your life. Like you never really know what's happening until you stop and reflect and sit back and see, okay, what is actually going into your life? Um, I don't know about you, but I do it on a daily basis. Sometimes I may not because I may just pass out from doing work all night. But a lot of times I like to self-reflect on how my day went or, you know, did I experience any trauma? Did I dump any trauma? Like, and it doesn't necessarily have to just be for trauma, but just your everyday life because when you are working on your personal development journey and you're trying to learn how to love yourself, you have to see the progress that you made because sometimes you may feel like, oh, I ain't, I don't love myself. I don't really do nothing to love myself. But that's why I always tell people to self-reflect on their day or their week or their month so that you can see that there is actual growth. Because yeah. even if you accomplish one small thing, that is one small thing that you didn't accomplish before. That's right. one thing that you're getting better at. Yeah. Even myself, I don't be calling myself fat all the time no more. I don't check like, you okay, out. But fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good that you, you know, been positive self-talk a little bit more. But I be walking around naked in front of people. Somehow. <laughs> like it ain't nothing. You could have kept that to yourself. I'm sorry. But that that right there was big. Right. That's that's an accomplishment. Yeah, because some people are uh, insecure about their bodies. So. I be walking around with no wig. Yeah, start taking it too far. Yeah, dirty tennis ball all out. <laughs> like, all right, y'all. Because she going to keep going. Make sure y'all leave us a rating and review. Y'all already know the more rating and reviews that you leave us, the more that people who are interested in topics as such are going to start listening to our podcast. And y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like more people need to hear our voice. They really do. I feel like I can offer so much to you, like, I can't wait for the next topic because I'm going to actually bring a little bit more insight into the next topic. I don't even know what the next topic is. We actually don't have for it. We don't have the next topic uh, collab-wise. I did all my solo ones. No, um, but side Sean, note after Sean that. Really want me here. Side note, no. It's just because we haven't recorded in since, what, the beginning of the month. Mm. So, or really the end of August. Mm. So, um, the goal is to actually get people as a guest on the podcast that link will be in the show notes as well if you want to be featured on the podcast 
you can apply. If you are not in the state of Pennsylvania, it is okay. We have ways to get you onto Zoom um, and being able to have a conversation with the both of us or maybe just me or maybe just Kenya. You never know. Because she needs some episodes by herself too. I'll be trying Ooh. to tell her. I, I I need an outline or something because I'm way too random. I mean, I always outline our episodes. My I do them all the episode. time. You got to tell me a topic. But mm-hmm. I also will say follow us on Instagram. Um, If not tomorrow, which you guys, I don't know when you're going to listen to this, probably sometime in the next two weeks of us recording it. <laughs> but if you are not following us on Instagram, follow us at Amora Mata. That is A-M-O-R-E-M-A-T-A. We will start posting content. We've been getting clips together. I've been editing all freaking week. I'm tired, but it's getting done and it's getting scheduled and it's getting posted. Um, but check the stories. I am heavy stories person. Like I'll tell you stories. I'll mm-hmm. tell you about things that are happening. I'll give you some word of advice. I might curse you out sometimes, but we also put polls and surveys in there. So if you have a specific topic that you want to talk about. And if you ever see me post and it says, what are some podcast topics? Leave a topic idea so that if there's something that you want to talk about in particular, we can talk about it. And you can always send personal questions to the inbox if you want us to have a Q&A session because I do want to eventually start having an episode just answering the people's questions. But people have to give the questions. So That is true. You know, we, we could do live. We could go live. That was the anticipation for today, but when you said you didn't want to be in front of the camera, yeah, I was like, okay. We, we can go but live we can schedule weekend. a live to do, yeah. Not with this lace. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm done. But that is all that we have for today. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. And until next time, bye. Bye.